I'm joined by NBA greats Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. Good to see both of you, gents. Uh, it feels like yesterday I was just watching you both on the courts, but now you're in the podcasting game. Podcasting game. Why is that? Well, for both of us, man, we were, uh, you know, we were at a time in our lives where we, uh, we were, we were trying to do something different. I had just left from um, working with the Detroit Pistons, and um, we both put out our stories. I did a letter to my younger self with the Players Tribune, and then Darius Miles did. D Miles did an article uh, about where had he, where he had been, and um, they both received a lot of, a lot of great reviews, and um, a lot of people were talking, and then they got to see the chemistry we had. And um, the guys over at the Players Tribune, they wanted to see, you know, wanted to see if we had any interest in doing anything. And we kind of, you know, talked about things and we stumbled into this idea of doing a podcast. Prior to that, me and D. Bounds really had no experience or no knowledge of what it really was about. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, now we're at this point. So, I mean, it's been pretty exciting. Darius, what are you hoping to uh, achieve out of the podcast? Uh just good energy, positivity, great uh, stories, a lot of good laughs. You know, talk to me a little bit about, about the chemistry. Obviously, you both uh, go back to the L.A. Clippers, but you go back before that. In many respects, both of you grew up together, right, Quinn? I wouldn't say we grew up together, but we absolutely uh, knew each other prior to making it to the Clippers. We played we played on the, um, on our um, AAU team with the Illinois Warriors, uh, coached by Larry Butler uh, back in Chicago, D being from East St. Louis. Uh, when he would come to play with us or whatever, he would obviously have to stay the weekend or something like that because it's a four-hour difference, you know, from him going back and forth to home and being in Chicago. So we obviously got close and um, – Never could have dreamed that we would, you know, come out the same year because obviously he was two years younger. He came out of high school. I went after two years of college. And, um, you know, we wound up getting drafted to the same team. So, I mean, like you say, the story obviously goes well beyond that. And that that's the 25 years of the, the relationship and the friendship and the way our families are each other's families and things like that. Um, that's where the chemistry and everything comes from. It's just what you see is, 24-7, 365, man. It's, it's not just the act for the cameras or nothing like that. We we like this all the time. Darius, what is it like uh, going from high school right to the NBA? Uh, it's exciting. It's hard. It's hard to do. But it's, uh, it feels very exciting. I enjoy it. Uh, everything was, like, new. And uh, it, was, it was an exciting time. Darius, I, I came across a very, uh, very powerful piece by you a couple of years ago uh, on the Players Tribune. You really talked about your career. Take us through that that career. You really talked about, I think, getting out of where you were and where you grew up from, and then your rise to the NBA. For for those not familiar with that story, take us through that a little bit. Uh, just coming from East St. Louis, it's, uh, it's a rough time in East St. Louis, one of the murder capitals of the world, and uh, a lot of don't make it out. I've seen a lot of people play basketball and be star there, be right back there, or around the corner from the house. So I really want to do something, something bigger and try to lead, lead the way for other generations to follow and get up out of it. Uh, I'm definitely blessed to be able to come straight out of the house and uh, do that. And Quentin, you also too. Uh... You, in many respects, came from the same, uh, I would say, streets or the same situation uh, as Darius. What was it like for you to, to get out and, and really make it big at the NBA? 
Uh, like anybody else, man, dream dream of mine ever since I was big enough to start playing basketball. Um, I wanted to make it to the NBA. So uh, me coming from the inner city of Chicago, growing up watching um, Michael Jordan build his empire and become who he has become, uh, he was a great inspiration for me. And um, for a lot of kids, for us, man, the basketball was a, it was a vehicle. It was a way for us to... To, to, to get out of the hood and you know you look at the little little round orange basketball and you we look back and see what it's done for us I mean it's taken us all around the world we've been to countries we probably never even heard of or never would have known about if it wasn't for basketball and just the life it's been able to give us I mean obviously everybody and all of the players that's come before us have, have you know led the way and paved the way for us to be able to make the money and in, in, in the lives that we lead so I mean it's, it's just been an unbelievable thing Gwen, uh, I'll ask you both this. Uh, we're coming up on the NBA draft. Uh, definitely a big day for a lot of the players that are going to get drafted. What would you, what's your best advice to them? They're, they're going to have a lot of things coming right at them all at once. D? Oh, I, I think that it's, a, uh, it's a different draft. Never had a draft like this with the pandemic uh, and, uh, and all that. But uh, I to try to enjoy it with their family as much as possible try to make that moment because they have to have the experience of actually going to the So I think they need to just, you know, try to enjoy the family and try to make a big moment for them because it's been a big moment for everybody who's ever grabbed in the history of the how about you? I would, I would assume, I would, I would agree with, agree with D. Just say, you know, enjoy this process. This is one of the, you know, most fun, one of the happiest, best times of your lives. This is a, you know, you embarking on a, on a, on a, on a new journey. You becoming a, you know, a young man going into a man's world and um, you're going to be making a lot of money. So I would say definitely enjoy everything, keep your family around. But I would say also, you know, when you're going into this with your finances, be be smart, man. It's, it's, it's like like D said, it's a whole new world. And when we came in the draft in 2000, there's so much, so many different things that you're, you know, the, the knowledge to say is at, at, at the player's fingertips to be, um, to better themselves with the finances and things. So many different things put in place. So, I mean, that's, th those are the biggest things for me with this new generation of guys coming in. They're making so much money. And there's so much information and so much knowledge out there for them to be able to protect that money and walk away from the game with the boat of the money that, that they make. Quinn, how do you know who to trust? I mean, that's a funny thing, man. In the beginning, I mean, you, you, you have to you have to have people, you know, you start with your family and the people around you that you trust and you, you use them and lead on them to, you know, to vet people and to try and establish those relationships. And, and, and trust is something that's earned. It's not given. You don't get it right out the gate. It's something that you have to build and you have to you have to earn and you have to gain. So um, it's not something that's, that's just a short thing right away. But I think the, if you use the vetting process and you go and you try and be very thorough and intense throughout that, you can weed out a lot of the obvious situations. But I mean, even with that being said, it's still trust is a, is a very, very funny thing. And it has to be earned and, and gained and not just given away. You know, Darius, you've been very open about um, finances through the years and how you've managed your finances. What advice would you give to the players coming to the league? Uh, it's about choice. It's, it's not about to be out here saying when you wake up every day, it's about the choices you make. So, if you're making the right choices, you know, sometimes you make mistakes. It's only, but you try to make the right choices every day, and that's, that's the start. Quinn, a little interested in the um, the podcast. How how much are you going to explore uh, really racial injustice issues? 
Uh, we talked about that with, with, with a lot of our guests, and um, because I mean, our guests are, are, are a lot of our guests have come from the African American um, communities, and, and they they they've dealt with a lot of the same injustices and, and some of the racism that's going on. So we definitely touched on that on some of our um, episodes and with some of our guests. What are, and what are, what are their thoughts? What 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 role do you think the NBA should play uh, in what we're seeing across the country? I love the role that the NBA is playing. Just like everything else, they 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 are leaders of the pack. They're right out in front doing doing what they're supposed to do. I, I couldn't be more proud to be part of this fraternity and these players and what they did and the stance they took and the courage they went out there and displayed to go out there and you know play in that bubble and be under all of that pressure that they were under, but also be able to go out there and use their platforms and, and, and use their voices to shed light on something that they felt passionate about. And, um, you know, basically most of the guests that we had on, they, we all come from the same type of situations, regardless of the color or, or ethnicity or background. We're all peers. So we all, as basketball brothers and sisters, we all have, have feelings for our peers and our, and our brothers and sisters that, that, that are impacted by these things. So everybody could, could understand and relate and feel those same emotions that, that most of the world felt when these things were going on. Darius, your thoughts on that, too? Whoa. Yeah, Quentin really dropped the mic there, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he told it all. <laughs> so, I agree. <laughs> no, but do you think do you think the NBA has really you think they've stepped up? You think that you oh. think they've done enough fun, uh Darius? Oh man, just uh I'm proud to be a part of that fraternity. Like it's it's a blessing to be with with a Attorneys like the NBA and what they do and how they support all players, whatever it is, but it comes to anything. So I, I'm just happy to be a part of that and, and, and try to keep on repping that in a, in the life. So you're, uh, I'm sure you watched the playoffs uh, three months in a bubble. Uh, Quentin, what were you thinking when you were watching this play out? LeBron has been very vocal out there saying, what? This was tough. You're locked in a bubble. You don't really have interaction with other human beings. What what do you think of it? Uh, I thought it was I thought it was number one. It was amazing by every single person that had anything to do, you know, putting that thing on for them to go down there and, and have zero negative. I mean, zero positive test results. I mean, that was that was unbelievable. And I think everybody involved, from the players, the staff, the coaches, everybody down here, uh, they should be you know saluted immensely. But um, I thought it was great, man. I thought it was like, for me, a lot of my peers and players and friends of mine, we said it's the, it's the world's greatest AAU tournament. <laughs> it's the world's greatest AAU tournament ever. It's like that's what we went through growing up playing basketball. You stand in hotels, you get to cities, you walking past teams, and you seeing teams and vans and everything, and everybody got on their gear. So for me, it was it was great to see them to be able to get you know lead the lead the wave of, of getting sports back but also doing it safely and then those guys going out there and they, they, they competed. I mean, that was the biggest thing. They went out there and played hard and competed for a championship. Everybody that was out there, it wasn't like a lackluster product. We saw it wasn't you seeing guys not going hard. You saw guys playing as hard as they could and putting it on the line. I think I appreciated that as a former player. I'd love to get your, both of your thoughts on this. Darren, let me start with you here. Uh, the NBA is talking about coming back in December. Uh, what type of toll would that take on a player's body coming back that quick? Well, I don't think it's going to take I think they do it anyway. You know, it's, when you play an NBA, you play all around. You know, you may take months off at the moment. You really be back in 
Like the NBA is the best ever when it comes to any organization. And and they players are very professional. And they always put it on the line in a bubble show. And, you know, bubble show that any any adversity, they're going to put the best basketball TV. That's what. And Quentin, how about you? Too quick yeah. to come back? I don't think so, man. I kind of would agree with what Darius saying that guys, guys, the turnaround is quicker than we would assume anyway. People in the summer start working out a lot sooner. And I think actually, obviously, playing the games and things is going to be a little bit more. But I think when you look at the guys, you would be most concerned about Miami and L.A. because they went the distance and they played the longest. But, I mean, when you look at a guy like LeBron, I think he's the type of dude that keeps his body so physically conditioned all year round that this is probably a better thing for him to get right back to it than to take some time off when he's getting a little longer than two. But, I mean, for him, I don't see him missing that many games like people saying he might sit out. I think he'll play 82 because he's chasing greatness. He's chasing history. Every game means something to him, and I think you'll see LeBron go out there and play. Well, whatever diet LeBron is on, clearly I need to uh, be taking it. All right, we'll leave it there. Quentin Richardson, uh, Darius Miles, good to see you both. Good luck on the podcast, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Thanks. Matt.